Friends of Marriage podcast. I am Javier. I'm Shannon. I'm here. Shannon. Shannon's sitting here with her hair all done up. She got like two little rabbit ears on top of her head. Okay. Like little little ears. <laughs> you know what? You're ears. just jealous because you don't they're, got any hair. They're very. I have hair. I have hair, Shan. I just then I make choose your to beard into shame two it. buns. I could I do. Know. I could do actually multiple buns in my beard. Yeah. Well. But I choose to have one bun beard. <laughs> Hey, we're so glad you're with us on the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. We hope you're doing well. Um, we are currently coming to you from Washington, and we'll be in Washington for about, I don't know, a little a less than a month or so, and then headed to the Oregon. I was going to say the great state of Oregon. It is a beautiful state of Oregon. Um, we'll be in Oregon, and then we'll be traveling into... You know what, Javier? Every somewhere. state has something that they're, that they're, that's beautiful about each state. Well, of course. We might not love every state. Like, I don't know that I would say I love Michigan, but I'm sure Michigan has but something beautiful. We haven't been there, Shen. The marriage life has not gone to Michigan yet. No. Well, see, there's a reason. <laughs> wow. So, um, <clears throat> how are you doing? Wait, in case I just offended a bunch of people who live in Michigan, I love you, and we will we'll come to your state. Yes, we will. Yeah. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Wow. Can you go into a little bit more depth on that answer? Why don't you go How into How are you depth? feeling? Uh, August, I felt like I got my butt handed to me. Okay. And that is usually means I'm tired. And that, what does that mean? You just pointed at me and say, that means I'm usually tired. Because I, what I really wanted to do was smack you upside the head, but that would mean we'd have to start the podcast because over. Because I'm asking if you If to... you ask me to talk louder into the microphone one more time, I'm going to put the microphone somewhere where nobody I will hear I want to be it. clear. Not talk louder. Get close to the microphone. I, I can't move. My so... back is against the wall, literally. I am going to strangle you. This is going to be the last I podcast. I do this for the people listening you to the podcast. You don't do it for the people. Who request, oh. say, we love listening, but we can't hear Shannon. Oh, they, we nobody, really want to hear Shannon Nobody well. ever says that. Nobody so, ever says that. Because what you say is so valuable. We don't want anybody to miss a moment of it. You're being sarcastic and it's rude. <laughs> no, it's true. Oh, you're what so you say is valuable. <laughs> Why do you do it? Well, you can't even say that with your eyes open. <laughs> right now, eyes your open. eyes were closed. You were like this. You were like, how valuable. <laughs> you couldn't even open your eyes. Because I was stressing the word valuable. <laughs> <laughs> Javier, it comes down to an issue of control, and you like to be in control. So you like to be the producer oh, around here. Point. Okay. I'm pointing, well, I, I, I'm pointing my I, fingers at you. But I honestly am the... I, I am producing while we're doing this because we don't have a producer sitting with us in the marriage lab that travels with us. So I'm trying to adjust volume but and do all that we stuff. we are taking applications. So sometimes you got to adjust the volume in your marriage and I'm going to adjust it right now. And so let's recorrect. <laughs> let's move forward. Oh my gosh, that was super cheese. <laughs> but we hope you guys are doing well. And um, as always, we're grateful and thankful that you are listening and part of our 24-7 marriage family. Where we're staying right and now, there is a lot of pine trees, and with those pine trees are a lot of yellow jackets. And I have killed three inside the marriage lab, which I don't enjoy doing um, because they're very, they're they're super feisty, more feisty than a bumblebee. So I don't like that. <laughs> is that what a wasp is? I don't know the difference. What's the difference between a wasp, between and, a wasp a and a yellow jacket? Are they a the same wasp, thing? yellow jacket, and a hornet. I think a hornet's a yellow. I have <gasps> no idea. I'm not sure if it matters. 
I just know that bees aren't supposed to fly. The, well, bees are, but hornets... No, bees are not made. Yes, I know their wings are too... Actually, not scientifically the way that they're... The size yeah. they are, they should not be able to fly, they but they don't know that. And fly. Yeah, is, people told us when we first got married that we would not make it, we would not survive, that our marriage wings were way too look small. Look at this bumblebee of a marriage. <laughs> But yellow jackets and hornets, they have bigger wings, Javi. They can fly, and they get super angry. And I told you one got angry when I tried to kill it three times. Yeah. I was out there chopping wood. And I killed it with my, with my bare hands. Yes, you did. Yeah. You're a strong, strong Oh, let's woman. talk about what was next to your bed the other night that you got me out of bed to kill for you. You said, she yeah, because it's big. Kill it. I said, get something to kill it with. I didn't have anything with me. I was tired. Oh. I was half asleep. You couldn't run to the bathroom. The bathroom well, I was like I was setting my steps. alarm or I was checking my alarm and then when I put it down, I saw the glow of the light hit something like literally right next to my head. And it was a big old, I guess a big old stink bug. Because it don't smelled know. when we killed it. Yeah, he stunketh. So, yeah, we find a lot of, a lot of things in the marriage lab. Um, what are we talking about today, Javier? There's lots of things that we can talk about, but I, I think we have a lot of couples who reach out. And I want to thank you guys. Like, um, It's a transitional season for us. There's a lot going on. This last month has been crazy. So if you, we haven't posted, if we haven't, I mean, I think we've been consistent in posting, but um, we want to get back to doing our lives and just kind of, you know, recalibrate some things. And we'd love to always hear from you. So if you're listening to the podcast, like reach out to us, let us know what you like, what you'd like to hear. If there's topics, I think that's important for us to kind of know and, and helpful for us as well as we're planning. And we want to be able to, share and talk to the things that you're facing. And I think, you know, a lot of what we, we, we get typically, you know, from DMs and online, we, you know, we try to talk about those things because we know they're impacting you kind of right where you're at. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm still kind of in this place of thinking through like this, like sometimes in our marriage, this this structure we try to maintain of all the things that we have to do and the things in our life and what begins to suffer, right, ultimately is our relationship. So what begins to happen is we do all these things and then we try to squeeze our marriage into those things that we're doing, mm. into the business of our life. That's good. Um, and I, I had kind of just been thinking about that, but but also from the, the context of a spiritual point of view, I think the mistake that most of us make is how do I fit a little bit of God into my life? Like, how do I fit a little bit of this in, you know, of God into my marriage or like, and, and then I think it's, it's the wrong way. It's, we're, that's not the way we're supposed to be doing this if we're followers of Christ. And maybe you're on your here, you're not. Um, but you've heard us talk about faith and that the purpose of marriage is God and reflecting the image God. But the mistake most of us are making right now in the busyness of our lives, and and I and I keep going back to this because it has been a crazy season. It's still going. Like there's a lot of things that we're still facing. I don't think that it's going to change either. I don't think it's going to change, but there's still so much in front of us that we're facing that we're having to navigate as couples and in our families, you know, of course with our marriage. In our country. There's so much that's actually taking place. And and the thing is like, we're going, 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 we have this structure and then we complain about what we permit. Like, so we're complaining about the structure of our lives right now and the time that we have. But like in reality, like, you created that. Like the structure you have in your life, like you're producing the results that you're getting right now. Like who else are you going to blame? Like you are producing 
the results that you're actually getting right now by your choices, your decisions, and your patterns of behavior and the things that you're doing. Show, and the things you're saying yeah. yes to and not no to. Yeah. Well, show me your marriage habits and I'll tell you where your marriage is going. Well, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, I think this is the first part, like that we can't fit a little bit of God into our busy life. Like that's not the way it should be structured. Like we say we want more. We say we want change, transformation. We want some healing in our marriage in certain areas. But we're saying yes to so many other things and saying no to what actually needs to be the first thing in our marriage, mm-hmm. um, you know, in in our lives. And, you know, how many times do people ask us, hey, I want the, what are the three tips you can give me to help me through this thing? People ask us that all the time. Like on DM, like what's what's the one thing I can do to to get through this situation? And there's probably some things we can help you with to get through, to get through but I feel that like moment. sometimes we're just offering a Band-Aid. Well, it's not a Band-Aid. Like, I just emphasize get through. So you can get through it. But yet, if you want to continue to grow and flourish and have a thriving marriage, you have to be able to consistently put things into practice over a long period of time. Sounds like you're talking about habits. Too. Yeah, but you also yeah. have to change, you have to change, you know, certain ways of thinking. You said mm-hmm. habits, patterns, yeah. behaviors over a long period of time, and you're going to have to learn to say no to these things in your life. So I guess it's more about like... But guess if what? You, good. I think that a lot of things that we need to say no to, we don't want to say no to because they're things that we really want. And well, they're not necessarily things that we need. Well, they may be things we want. They also might be things that other people want from us. Mm that we feel we need to meet and we need to do because everybody else is doing it because their kids are doing that or their kids are in this sport. Like oftentimes we just do these things because we feel like we're supposed to. Mm, Yeah. And so what happens is now we're trying to squeeze a little bit of God. We're trying to squeeze a little bit into our marriage, right? So here's the thing. You're doing all these things and then you're trying to make room for your marriage at the end of it. Like you're you're adding all these things to your life and all these activities, places to be, all these, for lack of a better word, priorities that you think you have that you need to squeeze in, and then you want to make room for your marriage. But when it hits the fan and, and marriage is not going great and there's some struggles, you're frustrated and wondering, how did this happen? Why is this happening to me? Yeah, because you're squeezing your marriage into the parts of your life that you, that you, where you have open time or you have an open moment. That's good. It's really good. Do you want anything? <laughs> Why well, I have so much to say. Oh, but you're just holding on to it? Okay, well, you think through that, and I can keep talking. I mean. <laughs> really, Javi, you can keep talking? Well, so I, I, what, I'm, what I'm saying, I, this is where we need to be, right? So first things first, you cannot fit a little bit of God into your life. You need to start there. And that means, and, and I've done this in my life, I think we've both done it, where we're going to say no to things that will distract from what is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. So even if it's a good thing I get invited to or to be part of or participate in or um, volunteer in, show up at church to do this, whatever it may be, it could be a good thing. But if it's pulling away from the main thing, from what is the most important thing, and that for us is God, then 
I'm going to say no to it, and I'm going to protect my time. I'm going to protect what I have. I'm going to protect because out of the overflow of that, I'm going to be able to love my wife well,、mm-hmm. and my kids, and my family, and those、yeah. that are around me. But if I if I keep saying yes to everything, I'm saying no to the one thing that can radically change and alter my、yeah. life and my marriage. I think we learned this the hard way. And but it was good for us because early on in marriage, you and I said yes to literally everything. Well, I can tend to do that because I, I want to help. Yeah, I know. I wanted like, but we said yes to a lot of things, and then we realized we were burnt out.、Um, I think we figured out our learning styles and like where we draw our energy from, and just how maybe our marriage needed more TLC, and that it was suffering because we were saying yes to so much. So we learned that the hard way. So we tend to share that with couples, especially in premarital, of getting out and ahead of it because you will get pulled in a lot of directions, and like you just said, some of the things that that you get asked to do are good things. Like inherently, somebody wants you to volunteer at a food bank. You're like, well, that's a really good thing to do. That helps people. That serves my community.、Mm-hmm. But in the, you have to look at it through the lens of your family and your marriage. Are things going well, and is there routine, and is there health in my marriage and my family? If it is, then that's something maybe you can say yes to. Yeah. But if your marriage is struggling, or and your you're spending family, all your time at the food bank, yeah, and, to escape what you don't want to deal with at home. Exactly. And I just uh, helped. Um, A friend who reached out and and had this, they're they're dealing in a season of a lot of things going on in their marriage, and they're navigating them, and they have to take it literally bite sizes at a time, and it's going to take a while, but they're on the road to healing and recovery. And there came this opportunity to help a family member, and what they had to do was, you know. When when the wife called me, I put it through the lens of where are you at in your marriage right now? Is this the best opportunity? Would this be the best choice for your marriage right now? No, it would not, because our marriage is is kind of like on the operating table, and we're not ready to get out of surgery quite yet. So for me to help somebody else right now wouldn't be prudent. And I was so proud of her for just processing that and like. Seeking counsel for one and getting somebody's opinion instead of just doing what we feel is bet like yes we'll help I'll jump in I'll do whatever I can and maybe my marriage will suffer maybe maybe my husband or my wife will have to go on the back burner、yeah. because I said yes to something that is very important and needs attention but that doesn't mean that you have to be the person that says yes、yeah. and that's a really hard thing to、yeah. learn well it's hard especially if you're a person who's an empath or a person who loves to jump in to help support to encourage whatever it may be that's you、um, that can be yeah, that is me and it's, and it's difficult I, I feel I do good now with being able to say no to things that I know will take my time and sometimes I get out of I don't say <clears throat> I don't want to say out of balance, but、um, a little bit out of line with you know what's important in my hierarchy of activities and the things well, that I need to be focused on. I think that's why because, we make a good team because I don't have a problem saying no to things. No, you say no a lot. Typically,、Even、I'll say no,、me. and then I'll、a、and then、lot. I'll say wait, yeah, yes, <laughs> I changed my mind. See, my first reaction is not no. I have, I think I process. 
I put it through my filter, and if it's I mean it's something that I know I can give a little bit of time to it. But then I also have to be clear with parameters. Like I can give you twenty minutes, or I can do it once, or whatever it may be. It's it's not. I, I guess right now it's not as big of a thing because we're moving all the time. We're not like in the place where we're having a lot of friends ask us to come over and help us do do no, things or, or volunteering or to church. Like, but I have heard you on the phone when you are very busy and a friend will call and you'll say, "Hey, I have ten minutes," and then I have. Well, that's with certain friends who I know talk a long time. <laughs> Jeff Cox, if he ever listens to this, probably doesn't. Um, but who you, will talk forever. So I have to call him and say, boundaries. hey, I've got 10 minutes. Yeah. 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 So, Which I, mean, I respect. I have to. Otherwise, like, there's, I mean, there's just a lot going on. And so, but I've learned to be able to, I think, you know, the ability to be able to say no to things. But here's the point. Here's the thing. Your marriage first, and then add what you have room for, not the other way around. Don't have all these activities and all these things going on and all the all the things that you've said yes to, the people that you're connected with, the people you're having over, like all this can be going on. And then you're wondering and you're texting and you're emailing us or others and asking what's going on with my marriage. The problem is you're trying to insert a little bit of marriage, a little bit of communication, a little bit of together time in the midst of your busyness. So you're frustrated with your current reality you are producing that reality right now with your daily action decisions and your choices. Mm-hmm. So sorry to be direct and straight and hard, but that's just what it is. I mean, you own all of that. And can it change? Absolutely. So I, what I want to encourage you with like on this podcast is step back for a moment. What are all the things that you have said yes to that could be good, like we talked about, but that are actually like causing some difficulties and struggles. So look at the big picture, step back for a moment and saying, where are you inserting your marriage, right? Into those tiny spaces that you have and then wondering why it's not succeeding Mm -hmm. or wonder why you're struggling in an area. Oh yeah, we communicate when, you know, we have an opportunity or we communicate every, you know, like we try to squeeze it in. But the problem is like, Build your marriage, begin with your marriage, then add everything else. Okay, I'm going to say something. This is controversial because people have very strong opinions about babies, child rearing, breastfeeding, and all that. But I'm going to say this because this book that we read when we had both the girls called Baby Wise about putting them on schedule and uh, both of our girls slept in their own crib and slept through the night at eight weeks old from 10 o'clock in the morning till 6 a.m. Now, one of the things that we learned from people that were older than us that mentored us was they said to us, make sure that that baby fits into your life, not you building a life around your newborn. Yeah. Because it is so easy because it is so consuming. And we've shared that with a lot of couples. Yeah, and it is an overwhelming season. You're tired, you're sleep-deprived, and you have this newborn that cries and eats and poops, and it's overwhelming. And we tried our very best to live our life that way. And I think the same applies to marriage. You don't build this life and then squeeze 
marriage into these gaps that you have. Oh, we have we have a couple hours here and we have yeah. date night here. Because we have to. These are things we have to do. Like we yeah. have to take them to soccer. We yeah. have to take them this. We have to do, oh yeah, we signed up for this, but they need to do this. And so all of a sudden yeah. now you're building your yeah, your life around the yeah. kids and every other activity yeah. and but if you built your if you, you built the culture of your marriage, which means that you sit down and you decide what is the environment and culture going to be of this marriage? How are these two people well, the health of it, yeah. And how are we going to communicate? How will we interact? What are the things that we are are hard um yeses for us? Like yep. yes, we will eat dinner around the dinner table every night. Yes to no cell phones after 9 p.m. Like you decide the culture and environment and then your world and your jobs and the community yeah. and everything else filters through that. Yeah. And I think that's where we get it mixed up. We do everything else first and we squeeze God and yeah. marriage into these yeah. holes. And so that's the two core things that we're telling you. We're telling you, you cannot make the mistake of saying, I'm going to add a little bit of God into my busy life. It does not work that yeah. way. It will not work that way. You will not get the results that you desire to squeeze a little bit of him into what's left over, into those small little cracks and you know uh, moments of time that you have. And the same thing applies to your marriage 100%. Marriage first, and then you add everything else around that. Like Shan said, if this is the outcome I want, then it makes it very easy to say yes or, or to no, say no to the things that would yeah. distract and pull away from that. And then you'll probably limit the amount of times you reach out or you have questions or you're struggling with something in your marriage because you have made communication a priority, time together, intimacy. You made all these things a priority, right? And so I would encourage you, like, just sit back, think about what we've said, Look at your life, right? Take a picture of it, snapshot, and say, what needs to change here? Mm -hmm. What needs to change? I cannot squeeze a little bit of my marriage into a busy life or a little bit of God into where I have space. Yeah, so good. We I appreciate you. Good. Uh, always rate, review, let us know how we're doing. We want to hear from you. It helps us go up in those rankings, but also connect with more individuals. We appreciate you. Have an amazing week. And always remember, in marriage, you don't have to. You get to. Have a great week. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. Help us expand our reach by rating and leaving us a review on iTunes. Make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. For more information on the work we do and how to support 24-7 Marriage, head on over to 247marriage.org and click on Partner With Us. Until next week, remember, in marriage, you don't have to. You get to.